Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14, all the way through 20. He says, wherefore he said, awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks always for all things under God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. How about that? Precious Lord, wake us up. Yes, Lord. Wake up sleeping folks in church. Wake up sleeping pastors preaching the gospel. Wake up sleeping choirs and choir directors who won't sing the gospel. Wake us up, Father God. Give us your peace. Give us your strength. Give us your love. And we thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wake us up. Fascinating. You hear the word woke a lot anymore. Woke. What did woke mean? To, into, into, the, into the word means alert. It means alert to the injustice in society, especially racism. That, that, that whole thing comes, we hear people say, well, we woke. Okay? That ain't what it means biblically, and I, and I like to stay within the scriptures. The old meaning of, of, of woke means, you know, wake up, alert. I, I go and visit, say if I go to the nursing home and visit a person, they, they may be asleep. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll say, hey, hey, and they'll wake up. Okay? What's it mean here? I think it's a clarion call. It's a clarion call for not only preachers. You know, we, we, with preachers, it should be. With preachers, preachers' message should be, wake up. Ephesians 5.14, let me read it again. I, and when I, when I look through all, all those 20 verses, well, not 20 verses, but 14 through, 14 through 20, there's so many commands. We're talking about the commands of God. We start off with a command right here in verse 14. Wherefore he said, Awake. Awake. And thou, thou that sleepest. How many here glad God woke us up? Amen. How many here glad God woke us up when we were asleep? What can you do while you sleep? Nothing. I, you know, I got some devices. Most of some of y'all may have some devices. I know Dickie, Jeremy, and Vaughn, they techie, techie people. We got these watches, not this one. 
We got watches that'll tell us how we slept. Okay? Look at your watch. You've been in the bed for eight hours. And you may have only been in a deep sleep for maybe two. The rest of them is light sleep. I'm a light sleeper. Okay? I'm a light sleeper. If I get two hours of deep sleep, I, I, I can feel it. I, I can feel it. I feel good when I wake up. But I'm a light sleeper. Okay? A little bit of noise, a little bit of noise wake me up. But if you're in a deep sleep, like, like I would just say, you, there's nothing you can do when you're in deep sleep. You ain't thinking about nothing. You're in a deep sleep. And this is what this is what the condition Paul Paul is saying of fallen sinful man. They're in a deep sleep. They even might be in a light sleep. And he's saying to them, "Wake up, thou that sleepest." And then he says. Rise from the dead. How about that? How about that? Rise from the dead. Can you? How can you do that? How can you do that? If a, if a, if a sleeper, a person sleeping can't do nothing, how can he wake up? How do you wake somebody up? Think about that. There's a lot of ways to wake somebody. I don't, I don't know if there's a lot of ways. I, I, I can name two. I can name two ways that can wake a person up. If they're in a the dark sleep. Number one is one. Turn the lights on. If I turn the lights on and Cindy in their sleep, she be she she wakes up. And you know what she says? She don't say good morning, honey. <laughs> turn the lights on. Another way you can wake somebody up. Be noisy. Be noisy. You know what I say? Preachers ain't noisy enough. Folks ain't waking up because preachers ain't noisy enough. And, and there's a lot of preachers that don't want people to wake up. Amen. They want them to stay asleep. They wake them up at offering time. Oh. <laughs> That's the wokest most churches are at offering time. Matter of fact, they, they, they used to march them around. Make them get up and walk around and drop the offering in. Make sure they woke for the offering. And when you can sit back down, you can go back to sleep. <laughs> That's not, that's, not, that's not what God is saying here. Watch what God is saying here in his word. He said, wherefore he's saying, wake thou that sleepest. Why is that important? Why is that important? You can sleep your way straight to hell. Amen. And you can wake up in hell. That's what the Bible says in, in Luke 16. Said, and when he lifted up his eyes. All the time he was clothed in purple, eating sumptuously every day, doing his thing, neglecting the poor people, not showing grace, not showing mercy, just doing his thing. And then when he lifted up his eyes in hell, what the first thing he seen? The Bible said he seen Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. He woke up then, but he woke up in hell. Listen, the preacher, pastor. Bishop. Some call themselves apostles. Prophets. Let me tell you something. The message should be wake up. Wake up. Shake these people up. Right? Get them up out of their sleep. How do we do that? <laughs> so with the word of God. 
Preach the word. The Bible said, preach the word. Paul said, preach the word. Look at Ephesians 2.1. How did they wake up? They heard the word. And he says, and you have he quickened. Who were dead in trespasses and sins. How about that? Wake up. You ever talk to people? Loved ones. We, we, you know, we got loved ones. I, you know, I, I know y'all in here. See, there's, 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 there's good and bad things about being in a, in, a, in, a, in a small church. I know y'all. I know your peoples. I know your loved ones. I know your kids. I know your husbands. I know, your, I know a lot more than I probably, than most pastors, if I had a thousand members, would know about their people. Okay? We got some unsaved folks in our lives that's close to us that need to be woke up. I think that's why that word jumped out at me today. Zealous to advance the kingdom of God. <sighs> Listen. Let me say this one more time. I'm going to move on. Ministers should be constantly calling men to repentance. How about that? Constantly. Think about it. Now, now all of us are ministers. Pastor, I thought you didn't believe in women preachers and all that. No, 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 no. All of us are ministers. Okay? All of us are servants. All of us have a responsibility to go out into a lost world and declare the gospel message of Jesus Christ and him crucified. Amen. Okay? After the day, we're going to look at folks hopefully different. And pray to God. God, wake my loved one up. Wake my loved one up. Open his eyes, enlighten him, wake him up, quicken him. He's dead in his trespasses and sins. And if he die, old preachers, the old preachers, see the old preachers before they, they went to cemetery and, 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 when, and before they got educated, they have a problem talking about hell. My friend, I was raised in churches that preached off hell, all right? Not even, not even, listen, they don't want to talk about hell. Ain't nobody going to hell. Let me, let me share this with y'all. Because, you know, how many of y'all know there's a, there's a passage in the scripture where David is doing a eulogy. I'm going to find it. because I'm, I'm going to find it because I'm not following the script today. Because it, it, I just, it, let, me, let me show you this verse. Stay with me. Okay. How many of y'all have been to funerals? And you're standing over at that funeral. And you said this in your heart. Can't say it out loud. This man or this woman died as a fool. Second Samuel 3. I was reading this. 
sometimes when you when you preparing to 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 teach a, to preach a message and 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 you'll get all kind of stuff all kind of stuff come and sometimes you don't always know why it come but you write it down anyway because you don't know how God going to use the sermon that you put together okay Amen. You know, I, I, I'm not a manuscript preacher. I'm just going to go straight down the manuscript. Matter of fact, if you looked at my notes and I've shared them with some people, all, all I have is Bible verses. And, and I try to try to just explain the Bible verse. But here here in, in 2 Samuel 3.30, it says, And Joab and Abijah, his brother, slew Abner because he had slain their brother Ashel at Gibeon in the battle. And David said to Joab, Joab was David's right-hand man. And to all the people that were with him, rent your clothes and gird you with sackcloth and mourn before Abner. And King David himself followed the bier or the casket. And they buried Abner at Hebron. And the king lifted up his voice and wept at the grave of Abner. And all the people wept. When the king wept, everybody wept. And the king lamented over Abner, he, he, he gave Abner's eulogy and said, King David, greatest king of all Israel, the king who said, I've been young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken or the seed begging bread. This is what he said at Abner's funeral. Imagine I say this at somebody's funeral. And I've done something that I probably could have. And the king lamented over Abner and said, Died Abner as a fool dieth. What's a fool in the Bible? A fool in the Bible, uh, there, there's a good one. A fool in the Bible is one who says in his heart, there is no God. But, but really, in, in, in another sense, a fool is a wicked man. A fool is a person who has not the wisdom of God. Don't we talk to fools all the time? Let me tell you something. If you're talking about the word of God and a person say they don't want to hear it, you're talking to a fool. Now, they could be rich. They could be wealthy. They could be your boss. Okay? But if they reject the gospel of Jesus Christ, if they reject God, they are fools. Back to basics. I, just, I had to jump there. I'm, I'm getting where, you know, if I don't get there, I might not get there. Look at our verse, Ephesians 4, 5, 14. Watch. Wherefore he said, wake Awaken thou that sleepest and arise from the dead. That's a gospel preacher. That's gospel preaching. That's what the preacher is preaching. He said, wake up, thou that sleepest and arise from the dead. See, see, all preaching, when you start preaching the message of Jesus Christ, is instructional. The instructions is empower yourself. By hearing the word of God. How does, how does a person wake up by hearing the word of God? Well, we know this. Faith cometh how? By hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So this, you're not in a church where the word of God is being preached. It's you in trouble. 
See, this is why Paul, Paul, Paul told the Corinthian church, stop all the games, stop all this, all this funny type preaching and all this worrying about prosperity and, and health and who's going to be the next president or who's going to be the next governor or who's going to be the next this. Preach the word. Okay? Preach the word. You know, there's preachers today preaching about go out and vote and all that. That's, that's the message coming from a lot of pulpits today. You know, we got to get out and vote. No, no, we don't have to get out and vote. Amen. I've already casted my vote. Amen. I'm voting for Jesus. Amen. Okay? See, see, listen. Listen, you can go vote. Now, seriously, I've voted already. I've early voted. I'm not telling nobody not to vote. But let me tell you this. Hell going to be full of poll workers. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hell going to be full of people that melted their ballot. Hell going to be full of folks that, that went and voted in person. Hell going to be full of Democrats. Hell going to be full of Republicans. Hell going to be full of independents. Hell going to be full of green, green team, green party candidates. Hell going to be full of mega folks. Hell going to be full of Amen. senators, congressmen. Governors, councilmen, all is on the ballot if they don't know Jesus. Amen. Okay? See? So I vote for Jesus. Been voting for him since he saved me. Amen. <laughs> okay? Now, now, get away from that, Pastor. I don't want to talk politics. I, I, I'm not called to talk, talk, preach politics. God told me to preach the word. I just want to remind you. Amen. Okay? Listen. How do we wake somebody up? Preach the gospel. How did I get woke up? Preach the gospel. Man of God, preach the gospel with boldness and authority. Ask me. Really, I told y'all Wednesday night. I was talking about Wednesday night. And I talk too much. I don't talk too much. But y'all my peoples. Y'all need to know about y'all pastor and how you got saved. Don't you, that's, you, you, ever, you, ever, you, you ever had a pastor... If you go to another church, Austin, if you go to another, you just knock on the door and say, Pastor, I'm going to ask you a question. How did you get saved? What happened when you got saved? Because, it, because it, 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 don't let, I, I was born saved, brother. I've been saved all my life. Ain't nobody been saved all their life. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Preacher, I've been, I was born, my father was a pastor. That don't mean nothing. Well, you know, my granddaddy was a pastor, my uncle was a pastor, my cousin was, I was all my all my people's Christians. No, that didn't ask you about your people's. Amen. How did you get saved? Okay? And and, 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 and what is salvation? Something big. Something big happened. Something big happened. Something happened that you will never forget. You know, you just don't walk, you just don't casually get saved and nobody know it. Amen. Well, you know, I got saved. No, when you get saved, let me tell you what happened. When you get saved, you have risen from the grave. Okay? All your loved ones that once thought you were dead in your trespassing, and now you walk in newness of life, and they see it. They can see it. One thing I didn't tell you about Cindy and I when we were going through our thing, and I was trying to divorce her, sweet self. <laughs> Now, this was 30 years ago. Okay? I'm trying to divorce her because I want to do my thing. Columbus said, I want to be butt wow. I don't know what that means, but if it was sinning, that's what I wanted to do. 
And then I heard the word of God. Preached into my heart, preached into my deadness, preached into my wretched soul, and 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 it, and I and my spirit came alive, and I and I came alive. Okay. Now, now this is what I didn't tell you. You know what? Let me tell you something. Satan wants you to stay dead. Okay. When Jesus, when God called me and woke me up out of my deadness, Satan woke up too. You know what Satan said? You must be a fool. Going back, you done came this far, you two weeks away from getting your divorce, finally out, you gonna go back. All these women out here, all the fun you can have. That's how Satan, see, Satan ain't gonna stop because you. That's just true. See, some folks, see, some, some folks say, this brother, I just wanna keep 100. Because when you do when you when you want to be saved and, and God saved you, something supernatural happened, and He gives you power. Yes. To be yes, Acts 1-8. For Mary, put a verse on it. Put a verse on it. Acts 1-8. Acts 1-8 When you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive power. Power, power to what? Fight off the demons. Power to do God's will. Power to serve God. You know it takes power to serve God. Amen. It takes power to, to, to sit up here and play music that gives God glory. Yeah. It takes power to do that. Because if you got that kind of talent to do that, you can, say, you can easily play music that glorifies Satan. That's right. Okay? That's right. if, you can, if you can play music to get folks to worship God, you can play music to get folks twerking. For the devil. <laughs> oh, now I know that's right. I know that's right. Back when we was coming up, most of the most of the folks came out of the church and went and started doing R and B and different things like that. But, but, wherefore he said, "Wake up, thou that sleepest." Now, everybody here that's saved has been woke up. If you're not saved, you still sleep. Fine. My job is to try to wake you up. How do I try to wake up a person? Preaching the gospel. Arise from the dead and Christ shall give you life. How about that? Christ shall give you light. That's what it said. Light. Death loves darkness. Let me say that again. Death loves darkness. Loves it. When we, when we was lost, we loved darkness. Some of us didn't even wake up till it was dark. And we love this time of year. It got dark faster. Oh, man. Was, we did. Oh, come on, man. I can't be the only one in here real. We loved it. The clocks went back because it got dark faster. That means we can start doing our little darks, dastardly deeds earlier. Six o'clock. We ain't have to wait. Light. He will give you light. He will give you light. Let me give you some verses on what light do and why light is necessary. Let me tell you something. In Genesis 1-4, you know what God said in Genesis 1-4? Watch this. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Okay? How much light do you need to light up a room? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Listen, 
Light separates us. Folks living in the dark don't want you coming around. Okay. Don't even, don't even, you know what? If y'all drink it and party, don't even invite me. Because I, 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 I'm going to light it up. <laughs> folks don't want to be drinking around a preacher. Amen. See? And, and folks ought not want to be drinking around anybody that's saved. Amen. Well, we got to wait to wait till Grandma Claire leave when we pull out all the blunts and the joints and the booze. Listen, light, light reveals who we are. Light reveals who we are. See, this is why God said he shall give you light. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. John 3.20. Neither come to the light, lest their deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth. Coming to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wroth in God. See, see, you, you know, I hear this, I hear this mumble jumble stuff. I don't believe in Jesus. I don't believe in the church. I don't believe in God. No, 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 no. You like darkness, okay? I don't hear you because you, you, it's going in one ear and out the other. You like darkness. It ain't about Jesus. It ain't about the church. You know, all the church is full of hypocrites. No, the church ain't full of hypocrites. Okay? You don't like light. You like darkness. Put a verse on it, right? Listen. Everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Okay? Neither come to the light, lest his sins be be proved. Let me go a verse ahead of that. John 3, 19. Watch this. Next time somebody tell you, I don't go to church. Oh, that pastor, all he do is preach about hell and brimstone and gnashing of the teeth and all that stuff. I ain't preached a sermon on gnashing of the teeth. <laughs> and this is the condemnation. The light is coming to the world. Jesus is the light. And men love darkness rather than light. Light purifies us. See, when you when you come among the people of God, when you all of us in here light bearers, when you when you in darkness and you come around the people of God, you got to want to. Because we're going to shine some light. There's light in our laughter. There's light in our joy. And we come in here on Wednesday nights and we have a we have a good old time. We just laughing and, and learning about Jesus and, and hearing the word of God, hearing it come from different sources, spirit of God moving all through the place. And we just having a good time. And we hate that it got dark. We see, see, we didn't move the time. We might have to move it all the way up to three o'clock on a on a on a Wednesday night. On, it ain't gonna be Wednesday night no more, would it? It'll be Wednesday afternoon. Oh, why? Because because darkness. We don't like we don't like darkness. We children of light. And I don't want y'all trying to leave here on the east side of Youngstown, trying to get home in the darkness. Because I know there's some fools out there. There's some fools out there. Satan out there. Okay. 
Light purifies us. Light guides us. Light guides us. How about that? You, know, y'all, you, you would think that the, the, the soap opera called The Guide in Light, if you were not known about it, you would think that was a church show. <laughs> Far from it, ain't it? David said this. David said this in Psalms 27. In one, he said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is. I like that. See, I, see, I like that. That's dogmatic. That's how, that's, that's, that, that's me saying David ain't moving. David ain't moving. David, see, see, David ain't moving. He's steadfast. He says, the Lord is my strength. Excuse me. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And Satan said, you're going to be afraid of this lion, ain't you? No, David cut his head off. <laughs> then, then, then Satan said, you're going to be scared of this bear, ain't you? David said, I ain't scared of no bear neither. And I don't know how he killed the bear. I just say he cut his head off too because he was in that head cutting off business. <laughs> so Satan said, well, I know you're going to be scared of this Goliath, six feet, seven feet, eight feet tall. And David said, listen, I cut off a bear's head, a lion's head. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? See, David, David is cutting off heads. <laughs> no, we do today. No, we do today. If, 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 if we had to face Goliath, we'd sit there and say, no, I'm a Goliath. You know, uh, I, 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 I don't want to cut your head off. I want to be nice to you and we can work this out. <laughs> see, that's how we do it. That's the church has come a long way. Well, now we, well, Goliath, you know, listen, we don't have to fight. Oh, yeah, we don't have to. We got to fight. Yes. You got to fight them demons. You got to fight them giants. See, we don't want to fight our giants. Come on, giant. We can work this out. No, we ain't working this out. Cutting your head off. Okay. See, somebody, somebody say, Pastor, you, you shouldn't have no guns. You shouldn't have a gun. You you didn't went out and bought one. You got a fifty rounder. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you something. David had five rounds. <laughs> David had five rounds. And he was a better shot than me. <laughs> I knew you liked that. See, see. See, we, you know, I forget it. <laughs> the word of God is a guiding light. The word of God is a guiding light. The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Watch that. Watch that. The word of God is a light. Listen, listen, listen. The light exposes us. Yeah, yeah, the light exposes us. It exposes all our dastardly deeds. It exposes all our evil thoughts. You start, you start reading the Bible, you start being around folks that, that are throwing them scriptures out. You start hanging out with Ann and stuff coming from 1945. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, where'd she come up with that from? And, 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 and I'll be getting hit. Y'all think I don't. See, I'll be sitting there, I'll be sitting there trying to keep all cool. But y'all be beating me up too, Columbus. You ain't the only one getting beat up. You just ain't a good at poker player as me. I'll be sitting there like, wow, they all in my business. 
I be, was it back in the day we used to work playing it off? I be playing it off. I was like, man, all in my business. Whew. And, and you know what it do? Makes it better. Amen. Makes you stronger. You ain't going to get strong hanging around weak folks. Proverbs 17, something says, iron sharpened iron. I, see, I, see, I, I, you know, I don't have a lot of folks in my life. Okay? I need some thorough folks. I need some folks that's going to make me stronger. And you're going to make me weaker. I'll be, I'll be at the gym and I'm training people. I'm like, hey, not training with nobody like that. Playing on the phone the whole time. I slap that phone out of their hand. <laughs> they be sitting there on the machine. I'm like, hey, man, just, I ain't come here to play on the phone. The gym full of folks doing this. Playing on the phone. Ain't got no muscles. <laughs> church folks, church folks, play on the phone. You go to some churches, the whole day, whole back row, everybody on the phone in church. Church phone ringing all the time. Yeah. What? Where was I at? Look at Acts nine. Here's Paul, full of evil, full of evil. Paul, full of evil. Watch what happened when the light hit Paul. Amen. Paul, it says, and yet Saul, he wasn't even Paul, yet yet Saul, yet breathing and out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord. How about that? How about that? He wasn't, he wasn't breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the sinful folks of the world. He wasn't breathing out threatenings and, 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 and slaughtering about folks that deserved it. He was coming after the disciples. I like that. Of the Lord. And he went into the high priest. How about that? How about that? He going to the high priest to get letters to attack the disciples of the Lord. Huh? You would think the high priest would say, listen, them are the disciples of the Lord. We ain't messing with them. No, he got them letters. And he desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogue, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women. How about that? Y'all women want equal equality and all that? Paul, went, Paul, Paul was giving it out equally. <laughs> he, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. And, he, and as he journeyed. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. As he journeyed. He came near Damascus. And suddenly. There shine around about him a light from heaven. How about that? How about that? God will give you light. God will give you light. And that light will guide you. That light will instruct you. That light will give you wisdom. All that. Somebody, 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 somebody say, I need some light in my life. I need some light in my life. Okay. And, and you know what? God will give you enough light for those around you too. How about that? There's this verse in the Bible that says that the husband is sanctified by the wife. Okay? So if you got a bad wife, or if you got a bad husband, or if you got bad children, the more light that you require from God, the more light that you pray for from God, the more light you will have to spread to your loved ones. How about that? How about that? Think about that. The children are sanctified by the parents. Okay? 
So the, the parent is, 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 is sitting under the word of God, is praising God and worshiping God. It has a direct line to God. You're a blessing to everybody around you. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Interesting, huh? Listen. Listen, I'm all over the place. Probably because we got guests today. See, we got guests today. They throw me off. <laughs> you blame it on somebody. How about that? Let me, let, me, let me get to the heart of the matter. I didn't know if I was going to get here or not, but I'm here. Look at verse 15. Look at verse 15. Because this is what the series was all about. All that I just talked about was preview. I'm not going to be here much longer, though. When you get this light, okay, when you get this light, when you get, un- when you get understanding of, of 14, see, you can't do 15 without 14. See, the Bible says precept upon precept. And a lot of times we'll jump to 15 without, without understanding 14. So now that we understand 14, now we can embrace 15. Let me read 14. He said, wherefore, he said, awake. See, you can't walk circumspectly if you ain't awake. Amen. See, you see, a lot of pastors are trying to give you duty without doctrine. Okay? And they'll tell you what you ought to do, but they don't give you the, the power to do it. And they say, well, you know, and then people say, well, you know, you ought to be, you ought to be walking better. Well, you can teach them how to walk. Some people need to learn. Some people need to know how to walk. So Paul, Paul being a great teacher that he was, he says in verse 14, wherefore he said, awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. Now these folks have broken and they have, they have received this light from God. And now verse 15 comes into play and he said, see then that you walk circumspectly. Not as fools, but as wise. How about that? What's a a circumspect walk? What is a circumspect walk? Somebody be like, Pastor, what's a circumspect walk? It's a walk. It's a clever walk. How about that? It's walking in cleverness. It's an awesome walk. It's a dominant walk. It's a confident walk. It's It's a sober walk. Okay, it's a vigilant walk. I mean, it's a walk where you paying attention. Okay, you paying attention to things around you. You paying attention to things that's in you. Okay, you dealing with them. You dealing with who you are. I, I, I used to teach a stress management class and a lot of people didn't know they were under stress. And when they were under stress, they did crazy stuff. When you're under a lot of stress, you can do crazy stuff. Because your, your attention is not there. And you, 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 this is when you run in the back of somebody. Or you get in an accident. Or you do stuff. You, know, you, just, you just, everything is just all discombobulated. Paul says, walk circumspectly. That's interesting to me. That caught my attention. I call it the, the, the circumspect walk of the believer. How about that? Let me, let me tell you what it means to walk certain Beckley. I'm all over the place in my notes, but bear with me. Bear with me. He says, walk circumspectly. Now, I'll give you some words that it means. And, 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 and again, vigilant. What's vigilant mean? 
You pay attention to your surroundings. You pay attention to your company. Sometimes, sometimes I, I, I say this about I, I say this about Cindy. She protects me. Okay? As a, as a wife, she protects me. Okay? She, she ain't got a whole lot of folks always in the house and stuff. Okay? She does. She, she protects me. You know, some folks will bring some spirits in your house. Amen. A lot of folks don't know. I don't understand that. You, you got to be careful. All these spirits coming into your house. All these unsaved folks. Okay? Some folks, some, some folks hate marriage. <laughs> some folks hate your marriage. Some folks hate the fact that you got a good husband. Or you got a good wife. Watchful, carefully, thoughtfully, with awareness. Colossians, Colossians 4 and 5 puts it like this. Paul, Paul writing to this Colossian church, obviously they, they needed to hear it. He wouldn't have wrote it. He says, walk in wisdom toward them that are without. How about that? Walk in wisdom toward them that are without. Why? Because they, they need help. They need help. They need help. And a lot of people are turned, they, they are turned off to Christianity, not by anything you say, but how you carry yourself. They watch it. How you treat your wife, how you treat your kids, how you treat your family. I heard somebody tell me, somebody tell me this. If, 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 a man, if a man don't love his mother, why would you get in a relationship with him? How much sense does that make? I, I mean, I mean, that got to be on the list. Hey, how you don't, how, you know, you know, hey, 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 how you, how you get along with your mother? I can't stand her. <laughs> man, that's deep, ain't it? How you gonna feel about me after I gain a few pounds? Yeah. <laughs> Golly! <laughs> Sorry. They should have warned you. Listen. 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 He says, walk circumspectly. Not as fools. Not as fools. What's a fool? Somebody, somebody slipped something into my desk, you know, like, you know, raka, raka, you shouldn't say fool. The Bible talks about fools a lot. All right. And, and, and I think a couple weeks ago, last, if not last week, so, you know, you, you, you say so much, but there, there's a parable about a rich man that, 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 that his ground, a certain rich man yielded a lot, and, 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 and God called him a fool. God called him a fool. Okay, a fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. Let me, what, what's that talking about? You ever talk to a fool, <laughs> Sylvia? You got some fools working your job. I ain't talking about the clients. You, you ever talk to a fool? People, and they, they, like, I, like I always tell people, they know everything. See, a fool know everything. Might not have nothing, but you can't give them no advice. I mean, no car, no job, nothing. Hey, listen, I got, I got something. I want to give you some advice. Listen, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. You can't talk to a fool. You're wasting your time. Okay? 
Listen what Proverbs 14, 9 says about a fool. Because the Bible says, let's, let's not walk like fools. I don't want y'all walking like fools. Okay? 14, 9 says, fools make a mock of sin. How about that? Let me say it again. Fools make a mock of sin. Ain't that what the world doing today? Would you say we live in a, not so much a sinful world, but a foolish world? Okay? Things that, things that we at one time condemned, people now, they, they, they laugh at. I always say we laughed at, we laughed at Medea so much. We thought it was so funny. And now look, all our kids want to be trans. I was just driving around on Halloween. I see, I see a whole lot of little boys dress up as little girls. That was one of the most popular costumes I've seen that night. Y'all know I be paying attention to stuff. I said, oh, a lot of these boys dress like girls. Yeah. We used to think, we, 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 I mean, we used to think that something was... Yeah. There was a time something was wrong with that. We, we, you know, when we was in high school, there was homosexuals, but they stayed in the closet. They stayed in the closet. And we knew where the closet was, and we didn't go near it. Now they out. Now they out. And if you say something, they won't put you in the closet. They're everywhere. I sit here and try to watch a football game yesterday in the commercials. You know, it's a family affair. You, you know, you got a, a black and white couple. You got a same-sex couple. You, you, you got, you, you got. They're trying to make it normal. I'm sitting here like, wow. And I got AIDS commercials. I turn on TV. I say, I can't. See, y'all watch it all. You, I can't all watch it. Because I'm like, you know, now that I'm taking this drug, I can. <laughs> See, to me, that's foolishness. Okay. And somebody say, somebody say, Pastor, but you, you, you ain't never going to have a lot of members. I, I Listen, if I got to compromise, if I got to compromise what a man is and what a woman is, okay? And if I got to sit here and say, well, well, you know, your little eight-year-old boy can make a decision of whether he want to be a boy or a girl. He can't even he can't even determine what time to go to bed. <laughs> hmm. Listen. People don't want to hear the Bible. Let me hear let me get y'all. Let me get what, what, where are we at? Where are we at? I'm gonna get carried away because you know I I'm gonna get carried away. I ain't gonna get carried away too fast. Look at Matthew, the greatest sermon ever preached. You, if anybody ever says, say, Pastor, what is the greatest, greatest sermon ever preached? It was the Sermon on the Mount, okay? Found in Matthew chapter 7. And Jesus is preaching, okay? He's preaching. And he says this in verse 26 of Matthew 7. He says, and everyone that hear these sayings of mine, 
and doeth them not, okay, shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. Okay? Let me tell you something. Now, I ain't got no problem with Florida. I ain't got no problem with Florida. I've been to Florida. I had a good time, you know. I had a good time in Florida. Okay, I didn't go to Disney World and all that because I I don't know what's under them Mickey Mouses and stuff anymore. Okay? But I had a good time. I had a good time in Florida. But all them houses down there are built on sand. People know the tornado was coming. I heard somebody say to me, well, why don't the people go in the basements? Ain't no basements in Florida. Okay? And when that storm came, okay, it says, everyone that hears these sayings of mine, and do with them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. Now, listen, I ain't, I'm not condemning the Florida folks, okay? That's what the scriptures say, okay? And it says, and the, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell. Fort Myers, if you look at the destruction, okay, and great was the fall of it, of it. Let me tell you something. When you're dealing with folks in your circumspect walk and they tell you, listen, you can have that church, you can have all that preaching, and you can give your money, all your money to that preacher because all he's doing is Buying cars and all that kind of stuff. And there's a whole lot of people out there that are doing a lot of damage to the, to the message of the gospel by their lifestyles. Okay? By the begging all the time. Yeah. Begging all the time. Listen, nowhere in God's word. Nowhere in God's word. Yeah. You will find the man of God begging. Amen. Nowhere. Amen. Not one verse in the Bible about God's man begging. Matter of fact. Matter of fact, the prophet, the prophet went to Nahum. He had leprosy. And he said, go and jump into the, was it the Jordan, Sylvia? The Jordan went and seven times. And he said, I ain't doing that. Why can't you just heal me? And the people went to him and said, listen, you need to get in that water. And he got into that water, didn't he? And the Bible said he was healed. And when he came out of the water, he was no more leprosy. You know what he said? What can I give you? And the prophet, you didn't give me nothing. You didn't give me nothing. I think about the, I think about I think about Abraham when when he went and got Lot out of the out of the king of Sodom, and the Sodom said, "You can have whatever you want." And 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 what did what did Abraham say? I don't want nothing from you. I don't want you saying that you gave me nothing. What did today's preacher say? Give me your head. Money coming, money coming. They be doing like this. Not, man, not God's man. 
He ain't asking for nothing. Oh, God. Let me tell y'all something. Gehazi, y'all remember the story? He 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 start he start walking slow because he heard he heard he heard he heard the man that was healed say you know what I got I got whatever you want he, this man was wealthy rich you know Tesla rich and he started backing up from the prophet and he went back to the house he went back to the house and said well the prophet changed his mind and sent me back to get that money oh. <laughs> that's a true story. It's just coming to me now. I'm just, I'm just off script right now. But he, he went back and said, the prophet changed his mind and wants the money. And he took the money. Uh-huh. Now, wait a minute. This was a real prophecy. See, we get confused. Because we got the Cleveland prophets and the Akron prophets and the Youngstown prophets. Now, these are real prophets. Okay? Oh, <laughs> they had supernatural power from God. They was real prophets. They could do some stuff that, you know, the prophet over here on Chalmers can't do. And he came back with all the stuff. Tried to hide it from the prophet. See, you're going to hide something from the prophet. The prophet said, where you been? He knew where he'd been. He asked the question. He said, I ain't been nowhere. And as soon as he started lying, what happened? That leprosy started hitting his head. That leprosy started hitting his head. All right, I've been all over the place. I appreciate y'all being patient. I've been all over the place. We'll finish this. We'll finish this verse. Amen. Okay? Because we need to walk circumspect. And, 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 and a lot of times I'm preaching to myself. I'm preaching to myself. Okay? You know, we all, I, I like to look at, we all teammates in here. But there was one quarterback. Okay? So if this was a team, well, I'd be the quarterback. All right? And the quarterbacks, when they lose, who takes the most heat? The quarterback. All right? And y'all my teammates, and I love you all, and I want y'all to grow, and I want us to win, go to the Super Bowl. How about that? I just want us to go to the Super Bowl. All right? Not go win. All right? And I just want us to win, too. All right? So, Columbus, appreciate you stepping up to pray today. It was a blessing. Amen. Mr. Austin, appreciate you coming up to, pl- to play. Okay? We ain't got no money for you, but uh, <laughs> <we> thank you. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Kier, Kier, it's good to see you two weeks in a row, okay? Um, um, make sure you leave me your phone number because I'm going I'm to I'm be zealous and, and I'm going I'm to stay on you, all right? So, you know, just tell your husband that's the, deep, that's the pastor calling. He don't want nothing. He's just trying to call me and check on me, all right? Okay? Yeah, I need to call him too. Yeah. Amen. Um, that's what verse 16 means, redeeming the time. You know, we, we act like we act like we got tomorrow is guaranteed. Amen. You know, Blanche told me this week. She told me this morning. She said, "I'm mad you took my, you brought my, you brought my. Uh, what, what, that, wasn't that apple juice good, Sylvia? Wasn't that good? That apple juice I had a couple weeks ago. It was good. It was good. We drank that apple juice. Blanche had fell off the porch, and I brought her apple juice to church, and we drank that apple juice." We drank all that apple juice. Okay. It was good. It was sad cider. Yeah. All right. But I thank all y'all for being part of the team. For being part of the team. Claire, I thank you for being part of the team. It's good to have you back. It's good to have you back. I'm Marion. Amen. Amen.
Yeah, Mary, it, it's good. To, it's good to have you. You talk too much, but but um, <laughs> but yeah, but but it's it's good. You seriously.